Welcome again, everybody. Uh, AKG, I think this is a sideline junkies first. This is is our first day with double episodes, right? Indeed, it is pulling double duty. Double duty today, and and week one NFL, the one and four o'clock games in the books. Uh, we're gonna give a quick recap of that, and uh, just uh, recap the scores, and and then we'll go over. Uh, what we think, uh, you know, what, what caught our eye today. Uh, so let's start. One o'clock games. The Steelers and the Browns ending a 21 to 21 tie. Um, the Steelers had that game for the most part, and Big Ben threw three costly interceptions that helped the Browns get back into it. But the Browns gets, get the ball. With Tyrod Taylor, he had that long run, but other than that, they really didn't do too much of anything. Josh Gordon had one heck of a catch in the end zone to tie the game. Um, but the Browns are going to be the Browns. They got the ball back and uh, got the field goal block. So was, let's go recap through the rest of the scores. I'll keep my mouth shut. Uh, the, <laughs> the Bills got mud stopped by the Ravens, 47-3. to the Broncos just finished off the Seahawks 27-24. The Redskins come away with a victory 24-6. It was probably never a point in that game where it was uh, ever in, you know, Washington, a threat Washington was losing. Uh, at the multiple rain delays and weather delays, the Dolphins are leading the Titans 24-17. There's seven minutes and 35 seconds left in the fourth quarter there. Cowboys couldn't uh, muster anything on offense. Uh, lose, they dropped to the Panthers, sixteen to eight. They had their chances. Uh, the Panthers' rush just came back, you know, came up in the end, and then actually, you know, derailed Dak and the boys from uh, making a comeback. Uh, Bengals thirty-four, the Colts twenty-three. Kirk Cousins first official regular season game with the Vikings 24 to 16 that drops Jimmy G to seven and one as a starter first loss ever career loss ever we're talking about we're not talking about he been playing for two or three seasons and he's undefeated he only had seven games under his belt so uh if you notice the sarcasm on my voice the sideline junkies podcast is not really impressed with Jimmy G but I will go back to that game in a minute because he could have bought the 49ers back the Patriots over the Texans, 27-20. to 20. The Jaguars get by the Giants, 2015. Probably the upset of the day, if you told me Ryan Fitzpatrick was going to outthrow Drew Brees, I would have had a nice hearty belly laugh against you. The Bucks drop 48 in New Orleans and get over the Saints, 48-40. to 40. The Chiefs, which was kind of surprising, Go into LA and drop 38 on the Chargers. That final score 38 28. Ah, that was that was a uh, that was a mouthful. Who who's with us, KG? We got two people on. It's just me and you, buddy. It's just me and you right now. All right, well, yep. just let's let's delve into it. And if anybody else joins on, they can have their two cents. Give me Wait. give me your. What what stood out week one to you? What really stood out? What, what was your disappointments and your surprise? My disappointment, <clears throat> excuse me, was with the Cleveland Browns. 
not that they played a bad game, but it's like they are so cursed and snake bit that something always prevents them from winning. They never lose. They just run out of time. And that's what happened. They ran out of time. And it it, it stands out to me because it, it makes me mad. This team has worked hard to get this, this stink, this funk that's been on them for so long, trying to get it off of them. Now, if you old enough, you remember in the 80s, Cleveland was a pretty daggone good team. But they could never get over the hump because John Elway was always standing in their way. You got great games, the drive, the fumble. Uh, what was it? Uh, Red right 88. Three of the greatest games in NFL history happened in the 80s to those Browns. And I, I just want to see them get over the hump. But it upsets me because I picked them to win this game. And they still – they didn't lose it, but they ended up in a towel for some fluke mess. Now, I think, I think oh, the, I'm sorry, KG. I think the the only way the Browns are going to get over this hump is to bring Baker Mayfield. In. I just don't think Tyrod Taylor at quarterback is going to win you games. It, it, I just can't take. You know, he's he holds the position down well for what he does, but he just doesn't do enough. And if that's what is, like I said, it's it's going to take Baker Mayfield coming down slinging that rock around. I think it's, you know, a matter of time, depending on how the next couple of games go, we probably will see Baker Mayfield. You know what? I, I say we'll probably see Baker about the sixth or seventh week, not because Tyra's inactive, but because things are going okay, but they're not going great. And then he's the shot in the arm to push it. But who knows? That's the, the that's what upset me today was that Cleveland Pittsburgh game. Great game, but I wanted to see Cleveland come out on top. Now, as far as shocking goes, man, the Redskins coming out dominating the offense, dominating on defense. That's it. That's all. Um, I, the game today was the Buccaneers. Ryan Fitzpatrick, I think, has a, a perfect QB rating. Um, it's just I, I what. If you, I just knew he was going to come out and be the normal Ryan Fitzpatrick and give you two or three interceptions on some duck balls. He finished 21 28, 417, four touchdowns. I think that's the best game of his career. Uh, they were absolutely lighting up the Saints. The Saints had no answer for the Buccaneers' offense. Uh, my disappointment of the day. I, I have to go back to my squad, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, it's one thing to get beat. It's one thing. It's another thing to get embarrassed. And today, that organization got embarrassed. And I kind of sit here with a – I hate to be like this, but I kind of sit here with a I told you so grin because it just shows you how unprepared they were. Nathan Peterman, Josh Allen, doesn't matter. They weren't prepared to play. And I go back to their last preseason game where A.J. McCarron played the whole game. A.J. McCarron didn't need to play the whole game for the Raiders to, to take him in a trade. They needed a, a they wanted a veteran backup. They would have still traded the fifth round or sixth round pick, whatever they gave for A.J. McCarron. Was it that high, Kevin, or was it, was it low? Was it a seventh round pick? It might have been a seventh round pick. I think it might have been a seventh. 
Okay, oh, yeah. I'll find out for sure for you. Keep going. But that but my thing is that you could have did that without him. You could have put Josh Allen in one half. You could have put Nathan Peter in the second half and got your 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 offense together and got some quality reps in. I, I and this is I go back to it's so frustrating watching teams like the Buffalo Bills squander their preseason and not take advantage of not having, you know, the uncertainty at quarterback. You, nobody knew who was going to start. Is Nathan Peterman going to start? You throw Josh Allen in the mix. Nobody knew. And, and, and right now the Buffalo Bills still don't know. I know Nathan Peterman's career should be over. That's it for Nathan Peterman. Um, Kevin, you had a great suggestion earlier. Uh, RG3 was inactive. I will go pull a trigger. Go get RG3. Uh, if you feel Josh Allen isn't ready, if he's a project, which he should not be at the number seventh pick in the NFL draft. I'm sorry, you're top ten. You're a top ten pick. I'm sorry, you're a first round pick. And I understand later rounds, you know, maybe the talent isn't as great as the first ten. But if you get picked in that top ten, it's time for you to play and start and Indeed. contribute. So that's it's, it's just unexcusable. I think that you are looking at probably the worst team in the league, and I'd be shocked to see this team win over three games this year. I think you're looking at the number one pick in the draft uh, next coming season. And it's, 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 I hate to be like that with only one game, man, but they, they look really bad. Um, A.J. McCarron was traded for a fifth-round pick in 2019. Fifth-round pick, okay. Um, you never know what that could be. Going back to the Redskins, now, I know Adrian Peterson isn't isn't a long-term solution, but it just shows you how the offense can run when you have a threat at running game. There was really no threat the last couple years in Washington where you'd be like, you know what, we got to put somebody in the box because this guy's lining up in the backfield. I don't think any team felt like that. if If Kirk can't beat us, and we 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 can't plan for Kurt. We're not worried about anybody else. And today, Adrian Peterson came out and hit the Cardinals in the mouth. Twenty six for ninety six yards, a touchdown. Um, he had a, a long screen reception, but he fumbled at the end of that. Um, so, but then the defense went back out and got the ball back. Yeah. That's what. That's right there. That got me up off the bed, and I was like, you know what? I'm sold. I think we can actually. Make some noise. Well, we'll see next week. I mean, this this is Sam Bradford we're talking about in the Cardinals. I don't, you know, I'm not trying to discredit the win, but at the same time, it these are the teams that you're supposed to beat, I believe. And the Cardinals are one of those teams, you know, if if the Redskins want to be serious this year and, and take that next step. Uh, Delonte's not on, so we're I'm going to uh, – the Broncos beating the Seahawks. It was a close game. Uh, both teams had opportunities to win. Von Miller, I don't know what else more to say about Von Miller. He is an absolute animal. Uh, I believe he had at least three sacks a day. Demarius Thomas with the go-ahead touchdown, the tiptoe in the, the, the side of the end zone. It was just crazy. Heck of a throw by uh, Case Keenum. Better catch. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely a good game. Um, like we all said, the the Seahawks' O line is trash. 
and <laughs> and Russell Wilson is I I just don't understand how he stays healthy. You know, it, it it's it's really bad. I mean, when you got Von Miller, it's hard to say your offensive line is trash, but they've been playing like that for years. So, um, kudos. Well, Russ, Go Russell ahead, Wilson. Wait. Russell Wilson had a pretty good game. Nine thirty-three, two ninety-eight with three touchdowns. Yeah, but he has no running game without. A viable running back. He basically what you just said about the Redskins. That's what's happening in Seattle. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, the Dolphins are up now twenty-seven seventeen with three minutes and thirty-eight left in the uh, fourth quarter. So, uh, barring something, I think both of these teams really are ready just to get the hell off the field at this point. Yeah. You know, this was a one o'clock game, and it, it, it's it's almost eight o'clock Eastern time now. I, I just say they're ready to go home. You know? I don't think they should have played that game. I, I think, think they should have moved it. I think so, too. I, I think after the second cancellation, I think they should have just moved it to another time, a makeup game or something. You know, you just got players out there. They're not – you know, they're cold now. It, I, I just think it was a bad deal all the way around for them. Well, it's not like you didn't check the weather and knew that that hurricane was, you know, threatening. So, immediately, last night, that should have oh, – oh, sometime during the week, it should have been said, hey – Let's move this to Tennessee, and we'll, you know, we'll switch something out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you would think a billion-dollar corporation like the NFL would be on point with that, but I guess that's a whole nother, uh, whole nother thing there. Um, I guess I owe an apology to Andrew Luck because he actually came out swinging today. Exactly. He threw fifty-three times today, two touchdowns and interception, three hundred nineteen yards. Um. He has no running game at all. But with that being said, the Bengals, they were they were behind most of the game. And you know what happens when you're behind. They start throwing more. So um hey, he looks he looks good. A couple of those throws look it looks like he got his power. You know, probably got to knock a little bit of rust off. I'm sure he hasn't played since uh, what is it, December sixteen? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so kudos to Andrew Luck, man. I thought um, I thought Deshaun Watson was kind of rusty. Also, I think if he had came out anything better than what he had, they could have beat the Patriots. They were in the game. They were never. It was never a point where you felt like the Patriots are going to run run away with it. I felt like every time Houston stepped on the field, Lamar Miller twenty for ninety eight yards running the ball. Deshaun Watson eight for forty. Blue five for thirty six. They had success moving the ball. Hopkins had. Uh, eight receptions for 78 yards. So it's just they – you could tell that Deshaun Watson throws were off. So probably just working back from the injury, like I said, preseason and, um, you know, live week one NFL action, two different things. So hopefully he gets that together and uh, we'll see him. I, I, I That's not the – you know, they'll, they'll definitely be back. They're going to get it together. And be clicking. So, um, what you looking uh, forward to in the Bears package game coming up, KG? Uh, I'm looking forward forward to seeing this. I keep talking about it, and I know everybody's probably sick of hearing me say it. I'm looking forward to the Chicago defense. I'm looking to see how Khalil Mack fits into the fold. Uh, I want to see, you know, what that front four does with my main man, Eddie Goldman. Um. I just want to see if they get the pressure on A-Rod. Because you know if you get the pressure on A-Rod, but you got to contain him into the pocket. Because if he gets out the pocket, you know it's over. He makes plays with his feet. 
and then he's gone downfield. But then also on the other side of the ball, speaking of A-Rod, I want to see how he plays without Jordy there. Yeah, that, that would definitely be interesting. Definitely be interesting there. Um, I think that uh, – I don't think anybody's tired of hearing you say that. I think everybody wants to know how Khalil Mack is going to do on on that, on that Bears defense, especially against the best – probably the – you know, I, I get – me and you agree, the best quarterback in the league. I, I agree with that. So, you know, that's definitely uh, – I'd definitely be sitting here watching and waiting for it. Uh, let's go to the. Let's talk about the your your old QB Kirk Cousins against uh Jimmy Garoppolo. Everybody's in love with uh Kurt. Um, nothing flashy. Twenty for thirty six, two forty four, and two touchdowns. I thought that. Um, I think that, of course, it's week one. But I think once it's Vikings, once they click a little bit more and, and get a little uh, some experience under their belt. Or, working with each other, I think you might be looking at a real dangerous offense right here to go along with that defense. So I'm going to say something. And this is I, – I said this to the guys in my fantasy league. I said, is it me or is, is something different going on with the Redskins but also with Kirk Cousins? Because Kirk Cousins normally comes out of the season, he starts very slow. And, you know, he comes on, he works himself into a ladder as the season goes along, and then he starts playing like the Pro Bowl quarterback he is. Kirk Cousins came out like a man on fire today. This is not the Kirk Cousins that I'm used to seeing over the last few years. You know, like you said, 20 or 36, 244, two touchdowns. But it's something different. And dare I say it, he has two running backs in the backfield that teams should be scared of in Dalvin Cook and uh, Latavius Murray. It makes a world of difference when you have a threat in the backfield. But not only that, he got Cook, he got Thielen, he got the Turp and uh, uh, Stephon Diggs. Yep, Treadwell, he got uh, the Pro Bowl tight end and Rudolph. He got weapons all over that place, all over that thing. And the thing, nobody thought Stephon Diggs was going to be this big of a receiver in the NFL. Well, he's definitely, you know, Proven wrong, he had three receptions today for 43 yards. Uh, Cook had six receptions for 55, and then Thielen, six for 102. He was targeted 12 times, so it looks like that's uh, – right now that's Kirk Cousins' favorite target is Adam mm-hmm. Thielen. Um, on the other side, uh, Mr. Jimmy G was 15 of 33, 261, one touchdown, three interceptions. Now, I will say this. I think that – um I think he's a. I think he's a good quarterback. I don't think that he should have got that money right away as quick as the 49ers paid him for that short period. I think it set a precedent that, you know, you can't go back on because now all the quarterbacks that have done something are going to be like, hey, Jimmy G got 150 something million dollars, whatever he got, and uh, he only played seven games, so you know you got to pay me. But it was definitely times in that game where he missed a couple throws. That could have, you know, got the 49ers back in rhythm, got back in that game. I was, you know, paying attention to him because we give him such a hard time on the show. But he definitely had his opportunities. And um, he just ran into a real good – I mean, we're talking about a favorite for the NFC Championship to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl, um, the Vikings. So you're definitely going against a, a tough opponent. And 
he just uh he he took that L today for the first time. Hopefully that get that monkey off his back and he won't have to hear about it anymore. I know that's annoying. You know what? I'm gonna have to go the other way. Jimmy G got exposed today. He got exposed. Once once you get game film on you, you can't play the same way. When it was no game film on RG three, Dak Prescott, all these young QBs that came in, they were lighting up the lead. But once you got film on them and you know how to stop them, that's it. That's all. They're back. They're not superhuman anymore. They're just human. He's he's back to being a human now. He's lost his superpowers. You know who got exposed today? Who? The New Orleans Saints defense. <laughs> Man, I, I'm I'm just looking. I'm just going through the scores, and I'm just looking, shaking my head. Like, is this going to be another big contract for Fitzpatrick? Is somebody going to fall into that trap again? Is he going <laughs> to play lights out? And somebody needs a quarterback, and Jameis comes back, and then they trade him, and or at the end of the season, somebody signs him. I mean, I hope not. I think, you know, they know. I mean, he had a hell of a day today. There is no, 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 you know, not trying to rain on his parade. He he went off. He torched New Orleans. But, hey. Uh, I'm reading some of the. It said Deshaun Jackson suffered a concussion. Oh Lord! So nah, I didn't get the the update on that, but the, I mean, I like D Jacks. I really do. You know what's what's crazy to me? The the and I'm, it's not a knock on D Jacks. I think it, it it speaks to how well he does what he does. He runs one pattern, and that's going deep. And when when, when the camera pans out to who's deep and you see is Deshaun Jackson, it's almost nobody around him for five or ten yards. Mm-hmm. And it's just like he does that so well and he keeps doing it and you know that's what he's going to do and you still can't stop it. No. Crazy. Crazy. Uh, Drew Brees, 37 for 45, 439, three touchdowns. I don't know what more you could ask Drew Brees to do. I don't, I don't, I don't know what he, I don't know what more you can ask him to do. You gotta ask him. The next thing you gotta ask him to do is uh, drop back, throw the ball up, go catch it yourself. Thomas had sixteen receptions for one eighty. Kamara had nine for one twelve. Again, five for sixty eight. This should have been a W for New Orleans all day they, long. They have to get that defense together, man. If they don't get that defense together, it's going to be. A long season. It's gonna be pretty because they're gonna be in shootouts. And everybody loves that, you know, the when a, it's a high scoring game. But man, I, I just did not expect that at all. But let me tell you something about uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. If anybody folds, how many times he got a big contract? What was it three times he didn't got at, at least three times? Because he got one from Buffalo, but he played good. Then he got the contract in Buffalo, uh, Houston, and somebody else gave him a contract. I thought it because was, he played one. I thought it was. Did Tennessee give him a contract? Was it Tennessee? I can't remember the other team that gave him a contract, but I thought it was three. Thought he got three, uh, three contracts. But three, but they 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 were, they were pretty big. They were in a hundred million contracts, and he was he went sour after that, which is one of the reasons why I'm always scared to give any quarterback a bunch of money up front after you played well for one or two games. No. But the thing with him, if anybody falls into that category and tries to give him money, the sideline junkie is going to come, take you, tie you up, put you on the back of the car, and make you ride. And we're going to show you tape 
of what happens when you give him money so you don't make this dumb decision. We're going to save the NFL this year. I don't think – I don't know. I think if he if he, he plays well and he has that offense clicking, I think somebody – it won't be – it won't be a big – it was uh, Tennessee that gave him that contract got to Buffalo. Then okay. He went, then he went to Houston. Um, I'm sorry. Tennessee, Houston, and the Jets. He went to the Jets for a little bit. So um, – Still got a job. Yeah, he still has a job. Amazing. It, it really is. Um, but like anybody, if you, you tone your offense, you tune your offense to the strengths of that person, I mean, it's going to work, you know. And I don't think enough offensive coordinators do that in this league. I just think they're about you're going to run what I want you to run, and you're going to have to learn it instead of, okay, we know you can do this, this, and this well, and that's what we're going to play off. So, um, I don't know what else to say about my Buffalo Bills. It's just really pathetic. Um, I, I, I said the score was going to be 17 to three. I got the three right, and Baltimore just went off. It's just nothing that the Bills could do to stop Baltimore. They got a, they they're going to have a long year. It, it's, it's really sad to say that after one game. Um, I, I'm going to say something go, to you, and this, this is just a, a shot in the dark. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just throwing it in the middle of the room and then walking out. You got draft picks. You need a quarterback because you don't really want to throw Josh Allen to the fire just yet. You need a veteran. Why not? Say, let's take one of these draft picks. Let's go get RG3. You know, one of these veteran quarterbacks that's been around a while just to come and take the bumps and bruises. Hold on. Or pick up the phone and call Colin Kaepernick. You know he's capable. He's big, he's strong, and he got an arm. Well, we know that nobody's going to call Colin Kaepernick, especially with his – collusion case going on in the NFL. That's not going to happen. Um, as far as the draft pick for RG3, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that as long as there's not no high draft pick. It can't be over a, a fourth or fifth round. Not for RG3. And, and plus, he was inactive today, too. Yeah. yeah. But uh-huh. you, you kind of knew he was going to be inactive anyway. Yeah, I mean, if, if you know, they're willing to depart ways with him for a fifth or, you know, something slight, six-round pick, yeah, okay. Go get RG3. At least you know you had some type of competence at quarterback. Right now, it's just it's really pathetic. Um, shout out to uh, Denzel Ward with the Browns. He picked Big Ben off twice. Rookie from Ohio State did his thing today. Uh, shout out to Tyreek Hill. First touch, 91-yard kickoff return to set the tone for the Chiefs against the Chargers in L.A., um, shout out to Von Miller. He's just a monster. Shout out to AP, 96 yards, a little short of the 125 I predicted. But uh, I think if the game was closer, he probably would have got that. They didn't really need him to do anything more after that. You got any shout outs, KG? Whew. Shout out to whole, whole, the whole Redskins team. Shout out to Carolina for beating the division rival so handily. I love it. Shout out to my man, Joe Flacco. All the people that say you ain't elite, pretty much you showed me you was elite with the, a lot of the passes you threw today. Um, Shout out TB12, Tom Brady. Just doing your thing. Keeping me in this fantasy football game and keeping New England head above water. I like it. Uh, Saquon Barkley, big shout out. Big yeah, shout out to Saquon. He had 100, y- he had 100 yards today, didn't he? I believe he did. 
106. 106 on the lows. He hey, he did his thing, man. He definitely showed why um, why he was drafted so high. He definitely showed why. And uh, quite frankly, in my opinion, I'm going to say it, it's revisionist history, but he should have been number one. Not taking nothing away from Baker, but he should have been number one. Uh, that's a whole nother show. Hey, Delonte, since we got you on, I'm going to let you talk about your Broncos. And then after that, KG, you can uh, end, it for, end it from there. And then uh, that will be the recap show for the day. Uh, I was mostly – of course, I was proud, you know, to, to open the season with a win against the Seahawks. You know, they're not doormats, um, I can say that. So definitely shout out to the Seahawks for – Playing a good game. Um, uh, um, six sacks by the defense. You know, that that's, you know, we, we played like animals. Vaughn Miller had three sacks. Uh, fumble recovery, two forced fumbles. Um, he said his goal is to get 30 sacks this season. Uh, we'll see. Um, so, you know, he has a, a renewed purpose, a renewed focus. So, you know, let's just hope. You know, he can uh, maintain Case Keenum, 329 yards, three touchdowns, but also three picks. We got to clean that up. Got to clean that up. Um, but overall, you know what I'm saying, I was, uh, I was pleased and I was satisfied with our, our effort today. Still got some stuff we need to clean up, but I was pleased. I'll take the win. That's what's up. Hey, uh, like I said in the last episode, definitely be on the lookout for our new webpage coming soon, sidelinejunkies.com. You can find, you're going to be able to find a lot of stuff there. We're going to be working on some blogs, and we're going to have the the uh, links from the show and a whole bunch of stuff we're working on. So stay, uh, keep, keep a lookout for that. We'll let you know when that's active. KG, take it away, baby. That's it for us. Well, you know what time it is. You can listen to us right here, Anchor FM. You can listen to us on Radio Public, Breaker, CastBox, Google Play Music or Google Play Podcast, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Spotify, and Podchaser. You want to get in touch with us? Sideline Junkies on Twitter, Sideline Junkies colon Podcast on Facebook, and you can also email us, sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. And like BJ said, Keep on the lookout for sidelinejunkies.com. It's coming soon. Hey, man, if you joined us, listen to the show, we really appreciate it. Uh, if you're on Anchor, feel free to leave us a, a, one of those minute voicemails. We love to publish it with the show. Give us your thoughts. Um, that's it for our NFL recap show week one. We will be back Tuesday night. Uh, the crew will be back Tuesday night to recap the uh, tonight's game, the Bears. And the uh, Packers, the Lions, Jets, and the Rams, and the Raiders on Monday night. We'll be back to recap that. And all of week one and injuries and all the updates we have. So, for that, everybody have a good night. Enjoy your week. And we will see y'all Tuesday. And remember, Redskin Nation, tomorrow is Take Your Pants Off Monday.